Do you know the history and the science behind keto? We'll talk about it next on this week's episode of Keto Mindset. Hey, what's up, Keto Junkies? Jim Morrison here with another episode of Keto Mindset. Hey, I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. I know I certainly am. Um, you know, it's wintertime now, and we got a little bit of snow the other day. That was really, really nice. But I am ready for spring. I'm getting a little bit of spring fever. I'm ready to get out there, get some walking in, and get some bike riding done, and just get out and enjoy. Just get out there and enjoy nature again. I'm really missing that this time of year. A couple of things before we get into this week's episode. Um, let's talk about weight loss this week. Well, I'll tell you, there's nothing to talk about because I didn't lose anything. It was very strange, very strange. Um, I was actually down about four and a half pounds. And then slowly, over the course of each day, I'd gain a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then all of a sudden, I was back to where I was exactly, exactly where I was at last week at this time. And so I've been logging, and I think what I'm doing is I'm just not getting enough fat in. And so I'm going to increase my fat. And because for some reason, I cut back on a little bit. And so I am going to um, start eating some more fat and see if that helps to stimulate things and get things moving along. Um, if you would like to, I would like for you to come join our Facebook group. Um, it's on Facebook. It's called Keto Mindset. Love to have you there and be a part of it. Join us. And uh, a lot of good people over there. A lot of good stuff to learn. I'm on there quite a bit, and I really enjoy it. So if you want to come over there, it's a great way to get a hold of me. If you want to talk to me, it's probably the best way to do it. Um, you can email me. I am realketogym at gmail.com. So if you have a answer or a question, you can do that over there. I'm still doing consultations, so if you want one of those, just let me know. And as always, if you would rate, review, and subscribe, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, that's how we get moved up into the numbers. Now, before we get into this week's episode, I do want to do a product review. Um, Bubba's Fine Foods. Now, I reviewed one of their products a while back, uh, a granola that they have, and it passed. It passed my test, so with no problems. Really liked it, passed the glucose test. But this one they sent me, is a, they got a new thing. It's a keto nut mix out, and the people over there were nice enough to send me some to, to review. And you know, I'm usually pretty skeptical about these things. Um, and so I went ahead and I did the test. Now I did the serve. It's three grams of net carbs per serving. Comes in a little bag. And I did this one. It's a chocolate chip cookie dough. Now I'm going to tell you, it tasted really good. It was really, really good. Now, um, a serving is one bag, but I didn't do one bag. I did two because I mean, quite honestly, let's let's get with it. Let's see if it really does um, spike your glucose. Now, um, when I started my glucose test, I was sitting at 80. So pretty good glucose, pretty good. So I tested again one hour later, and my glucose was 79. So after an hour, it clearly did not spike my glucose up. But after two hours, that's when the numbers really changed. And my glucose went from 79 to 73. That's a dramatic drop. And so I'll be honest with you, it, it passed my test. 
Um, great flavor, fantastic. I, they come in these little these little packets. They're one point two ounces, and uh, you know, I think if it's one of those things you want to take in your lunch or you need a little snack in the afternoon just to kind of feel like you're eating normal and not going so long. I think this would be a good way to go. Now, I do want to tell you, uh, they are not a sponsor of mine. I don't get any money from this, so I don't have sponsors. But this was a pretty good product, and I really like it. Um, it's one of those things that I think I'll be probably buying more of and probably throwing in my lunch and taking it with me to work. Uh, very convenient. Very convenient. I really, really liked it. All right, let's get into this week's episode. We're going to talk about the history and the science behind keto. Now, the ancient Greeks, okay, were really the ones to discover the keto diet. It wasn't somebody, you know, six years ago. Um, it was the ancient Greeks. These ancient Greek physicians uh, used it to treat a wide range of ailments, such as diabetes and epilepsy. And so they did these, um, they had these people who were, were having epileptic seizures, sorry, and they decided that they would cut out all grains and all sugars, and it cleared up. Now, diabetes is one of those things that's been around for a long time, and um, they found that going to a keto diet, obviously they didn't call it keto, um, but going to this style of diet cleared up their diabetes as well. Well, in 1923, uh, there was a doctor, his name is Russell Wilder, and uh, he was at the Mayo Clinic. And he designed what became known as the ketogenic diet. Now, Dr. Wilder, his original diet was 90% fat, 6% protein, and 4% carbs. And that's what he did. Now, they did that, uh, again, to treat um, epileptic seizures. Uh, but when you eat 90% fat, 6% protein, and 4% carbs, this will really put your body into a state of burning stored fat for fuel. All right, and this is what we call ketosis, and that's what that's what we are trying to achieve. Um, now, like I said, Dr. Wilder's diet was intended for those who were having these epileptic seizures. I'm having a really hard time with that word, um, but it was found to have a lot of other health benefits too, that included lowering your blood sugar, reducing inflammation, slowing cancer, and an increased fertility in women. And that is just some of the things that they found. And that was in 1923 that they started doing that. Now, why does the ketogenic diet work? Well, it more closely mimics the way our ancestors ate. And it forces the body to burn fat for fuel instead of using glucose. Now, diet high in fat and low in carbs mimics the process of fasting. So when you eat a high-fat diet, you're basically, you're basically you're just fasting. All right, now your liver will turn all those st stored fat that you have into ketones, all right, which are much more powerful than glucose. And so that's basically the way that diet works. Now, after a while, we had another doctor come in, Dr. Atkins, Dr. Robert Atkins, um, which I think probably everybody's heard of. And he began to pioneer the Atkins diet. And he shared a lot of research into the detrimental effects of sugar and carbs um, on, on people, 
and what it did. And he advocated for people to stop eating carbs and uh, to adopt the lifestyle. Uh, and you know what? This worked for millions of people. Atkins was huge. It was huge. Um, not only in the 70s was it huge. I remember as a kid, my mom had Dr. Atkins' book, and I didn't read it. You know, I was like 10 years old. Um, but it was big back then. It was huge. And he advocated in the beginning for a high-fat diet. And then he got a lot of pushback, and he ended up going and saying, no, we can cut it down to low fat. Well, you really can't cut down the low fat. You've got to have that fat for fuel. All right. Now, Hackens isn't today what it once was. All right. Now they push more shakes and bars and not as much real food. Unfortunately, that's, what they, that's the way they kind of do it. Now, I did Atkins for a while um, early on, and I, I never did like it. And I think part of that was because there wasn't enough fat. There just wasn't enough fat in your diet. Now, that brings us to the keto diet of today. Now, millions of people um, do keto on a daily basis. Uh, there's some people, they, they come and go. They come and go, and some have adopted a lifestyle. I have adopted the lifestyle. And um, more and more doctors are turning to the keto diet, you know, not only for their patients but for themselves. I know a lot of doctors. Okay, I work in the medical field, and I know a lot of doctors, and we talk about keto, and we talk about diet, and we talk about different things. And there's a lot of physicians that I know that are that are using keto for their own health, and they're using it for their own patients too. It's it's really it's really um, for me, it's the way to eat. Okay, it just really is. But it's it's more and more popular, I think, every year that it's out there. Now, sometimes it gets a bad rap for stuff because people don't understand it, but that's okay. Now, why does the keto diet work? Well, carbohydrate restriction allows the body to turn fat into ketones like we talked about. And burning glucose will not burn fat. You can't burn fat until you burn off all the glucose. So your glucose gets stored in your muscles. So... Um, you store three grams of water for every gram of glucose that's stored in your muscles. So it takes three days pretty much to burn off all the glucose, that excess glucose in your muscles. Only then can you begin to burn fat. So if you go on and you, um, you have a Snickers and you have a sandwich for lunch, I don't know, um, bag of Doritos, not a, huge bag but just a small bag okay you've taken in quite a few carbohydrates and then that afternoon you go to the gym and you start walking well you have to burn off three days worth of glucose in order to get to where you can start burning fat your entire exercise routine will basically be burning glucose and that's what you'll burn off so um in that regard exercise is a poor way to lose weight because you're just you're going to gain muscle but it's going to be harder to burn fat. It just really is. Um, and your liver, it begins to convert fat that you've stored into ketones after three days. So when you start the keto diet and you really limit the number of carbs that you eat, and that's why we always stay under 20, um, you begin to burn off all your glucose. It's gone in three days, maybe four. All right. 
at that point in time, your body starts converting fat, uh, fat that you eat and fat that you have stored into ketones. And these ketones, um, you'll see your energy increase. You'll get a huge increase in energy. Um, your mental clarity will improve. And then you're going to find your hunger begins to diminish. And you're not going to be as hungry, you know, as you were. And eventually you become fat adapted to where you can go um, 24 hours easily without eating. Because your body is so used to just burning the fat that it has on your body. So, with all that being said, how do we get there? How do we get to where we need to be? Well, first thing you got to do is you got to lower your carbs to under 20 grams a day. That sounds hard. I know you're thinking, Jim, that's hard. I, 20 grams? 20 grams? That's that's nothing. That's nothing. Okay, 20 grams isn't much. You're right. But you're going to want to get those things from good, green, leafy vegetables. Okay? Uh, green beans, cauliflower, broccoli, these kind of things. That's where you want those carbs to come from. Um, and if you get good good pieces of meat and you eat those, you know, eat some good meat and you get some good cheese that you like, all right, and you lay off the grains, you know, no rice, no pasta, that kind of stuff, you're going to find you're going to get there pretty easy. Now, you're going to have to increase your fat intake. There's a good chance that you um, before did not eat near as much fat as you as you will on keto. And so you have to increase that. And that comes from your good fatty meats, good choice of oils, like olive oil. That's a great choice for an oil. Get off those seed oils, no vegetable oils, and that kind of thing. Lard's a great choice because it's actually healthier for you than um, any vegetable oil ever will be. It's not, it's not processed like the others are. And, you know, butter. Butter's a great way. I put butter on a lot of foods. I almost always add butter to my food. So that's a great way to do. Now, our protein. Our protein should be uh, about 20 to 25% of our caloric intake. All right. And a good rule of thumb is about one and a half grams, one to one and a half grams of protein for every kilogram. It's kind of what everybody looks at of lean body mass. So what you want to do is you want to kind of look like, okay, what did I weigh maybe when I was in high school or what, what should my ideal weight be? That's about what your lean body mass will be. And that's what you're going to want to go with. All right. Now, it's not as hard to get there as you think it is. It just takes time and it takes planning and you have to you have to work at it. But eventually it becomes second nature and it becomes easy. Just do it. And it's not bad. It's not bad. I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, and the main thing, other thing is you need to stick with it because if you do it for a week and you're like, oh, I can't do this. You're right. You can't because you gave up. You got to stick with it. And what you'll find is um, you'll begin to lose weight, but there's a lot more, a lot more health benefits than weight loss. There's um, reversing type 2 diabetes if you're a diabetic. If you're insulin resistant, you can reverse that. Okay. If you're having, if you tr struggle with um, uh, mental issues, some of those can be cleared up with that. Um, you know, like if you have mental clarity and stuff, like you just got that fog, that brain fog is kind of what I'm talking about. You can get that cleared up with this. Um, you know, I love keto. I don't know that it's a cure for everything, but I love to eat this way. 
I enjoy it. I think it's, it's for me, it's the best. Um, it's not the best for everybody, for, but for me, it is. Um, and I've adopted it as a lifestyle. And so what you'll find is you'll find some, some noticeable fails as you go along. Um, three or four days into it, you're going to get kind of a fruity taste in your mouth, kind of eh, fruity metallic. All right, those are ketones being expelled um, in your breath because you will lose ketones in your breath. But that has a tendency to kind of go away after a little bit. Um, and you can actually measure your ketones with a breathalyzer, and that's a good way to do it. Blood strips are a good way to do it. Um, and you're going to see them in your urine. If you buy the ketone urine strips and you use those, you're going to see a color change. That's kind of exciting to see, and you can see how much you're expelling. Um, that just gives you an idea that you are in ketosis and that's where you want to be. So um, that's basically the history and the science behind keto. It's not difficult. It's just doing it and getting some planning behind it. And if you do that, I think you'll be all right. So that's going to be our show for this week. Again, come over and join up our Facebook group. I think you're going to love it. A lot of great people in there and, uh, Man, a lot of good questions being asked all the time and recipes being shared. I, I really enjoy it. So I'd love to have you come over there. So that's going to be it. So until next time, remember to keep it keto. Keto.